included there. And, um, and, and that's special, that's good. But I'm thankful we can look to the one who has given gifts beyond imagination and uh, has made them real, has made them powerful. Thank God that we know his blessing con continues and the strength is there for us to receive. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4 is where I would like for us to look uh, for a short while this morning. And um, verses 7 and 8 speak of giving and of gifts. Giving gifts. And uh, that's what I want you to notice as we read uh, Ephesians 4, 7 and 8. But unto every one of us, I'm glad nobody's left out, every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. That emphasis on giving uh, is what the Lord uh, would have us to have faith for. And, and we, we, we serve him uh, because we know that's the life that he desires for us. But I'm so thankful that he extends those gifts again and again, renews them, strengthens them, increases them, and then adds even more. Amen. <laughs> what an incredible God. And I'm thankful he gave gifts. Amen. And that's what we can continue to receive. Amen. The Lord bless you. You can be seated. The Old Testament promises of the Messiah uh, were what were cited uh, by Matthew in particular. Uh, a number of quotes from the Old Testament are included in Matthew's book. And the other gospel writers likewise uh, reference the Old Testament prophecies of uh, how things were going to be fulfilled in the life of the Messiah. And we focused uh, on light, uh, the light that would come. Isaiah 9 and 2, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shine. Praise God. I'm thankful that that's the fulfillment of what uh, the Messiah came to do for Israel and certainly what he came to do for us uh, in our situations of um, uh, being delivered from sin. And then verse 6 in that same chapter of Isaiah 9 goes on to let us know, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Praise God. And I'm thankful that we know uh, the literal fulfillment of that as God has been wonderful to us. He's been counselor to us. He's shown his might. He's showing uh, his love as the Father. And as he's, he's extended his peace because he is the Prince of that peace. Verse 7 goes on to say of the increase of his government, the government being upon his shoulder in verse 6, but of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Praise God. It's going to continue on. And that's what God wants us to do. 
to continue on with him. He's on the throne of David. That's prophecy. And we can let him be on the throne of our hearts. Praise God. And let him continue to minister. There's no end to his reign. It's all the way through our lives and into eternity. And thank God it becomes a reality and power and blessing. The birth that we celebrate uh, and the shepherds given wonder. There, there, was, there was giving that was going on even at that time. Uh, the wise men were given worship. They presented gifts, but they gave worship. Praise God. They followed that star with rejoicing. They presented gifts to the one who was the gift of Christ. We read that, the gift of Christ in our text. And I'm thankful for the blessings of the Lord. Now, you consider they journeyed a long distance, and now they're going back, going back a different way because the angel warned them to. And uh, what was their... What was their thinking? What, was, what did they discuss? Uh, what were the conversations around the campfires or uh, if they went to cities? Now, they were, they were probably wealthy. They could probably uh, afford uh, staying in uh, places where travelers uh, could reside. But uh, there were, I'm sure, times of testimony that they would share as well. And I wonder... Uh, how enthusiastic were they about it? How, how thorough did they want to be? They were scientists. They were astronomers. They were philosophers. They were theologians. Um, they, they were used to the, the discussions and even debate. And they um, are very eloquent, no doubt, in their ability to present particular things. But oh my, what they had to share, the prophecy in Scripture that they were aware of, uh, the the conversation briefly uh, with the king and the identification from the word of God where his birthplace would be. And uh, then the awe that they had that here is the king, the one that they had traveled so far to worship, and then departing a different way. All of those aspects there no doubt were built in to their testimony. And the wonder and awe and maybe skepticism of those who heard him. Uh, probably similar to what happens today. But thank God we know the power of the Lord that came to be in his ministry. He continued to give. The scripture says he gave gifts. And we know he gave sight to the blind. He gave healing to the crippled. He gave hearing to the deaf. He gave deliverance to the demon-possessed. Restoration to the leper. Resurrection to the dead. The wonders just... Went on and on and on. Praise God. And, uh, and yet the opposition arose. I, I, I'm, I'm puzzled when I read uh, those who were trying to uh, trap him, you know, and trying to get him to contradict what the law said. Moses said in the law thus and thus, but what do you say? You know, that whole aspect is there. But I'm thankful he gave truth to make us free. He gave us power to become the sons and daughters of God. He taught us steps to be born again. On and on, the blessings continue. Thank God that he gave gifts. He gave forgiveness. He gave favor. He gave faith. He declared it is finished. Praise God. And I'm thankful the way into salvation was open. That veil was torn. We can enter into his presence and be blessed again and again for salvation so great, so full, so free, 
and he gave it as a gift. Praise God. Amen. Now, the emphasis of the passage that we read in Ephesians is the gift of grace. Paul wrote of the riches of his grace in uh, chapter 1, verse 7. He wrote about salvation, Ephesians 2 and 8, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God. That emphasis is there again. Thank the Lord. Because faith in his grace brings salvation. Faith in his grace brings the gift of God. And it is powerful. It's wonderful. Praise God. Unto every one of us is given grace. I'm thankful no one needs to be left out. No one needs to be excluded. No one needs to be cheated. Make sure the devil doesn't cheat you out of the gifts that God wants to give and continue to give. Praise God, especially the gift of Christ, as we know that power and that blessing. God so loved that he gave. His love was the motivation. His love was what brought it to completion. And thank God that love is not diminished. It's not extinguished. It's not worn out. It continues on into our day. And as we are on the threshold of a new year, that love will bring us through, praise God, and into his power and his presence. The Lord continued to give miracles, to continue to give healing, deliverance, and uh, uh, life and, and resurrections, praise God. And I'm thankful he is the gift that we can receive and know that he provided for our salvation on the cross. When Paul said, you are bought with a price, he wasn't talking of a monetary transaction. He wasn't talking about something that was bartered, something that could just be done by man's ingenuity and initiative. No, you were bought with a price because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And thank God he willingly gave himself so that there could be the gifts that we read about here. Oh, I'm thankful Christ in you is the hope of glory. Praise God. The Bible in Colossians 1.27 says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise God. I'm thankful the Bible promises that he will supply all of our need. According to what? According to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Oh, my. What an incredible plan that he fulfilled and continues to fulfill because Christ in you by his spirit is the hope of glory. And thank God we're still looking for it. We're still preparing for it. We're still believing it's going to come. Praise God because the Lord has provided that hope. He gave gifts unto men. Now, we know in Luke 11, um, he, the Lord teaching you earthly fathers, you know how to give good gifts. But our heavenly Father is much more qualified, much more able to give gifts. And thank God he focused on the Spirit. How much more? Will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him, Oh, I'm thankful that that is especially good. The power of his presence, the power of his spirit. The Bible says, uh, James 1 and 17, Every good gift, every perfect gift, cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, nor shadow of turning. It's kind of a strange way of saying that he's not going to 
He's not going to switch on you. He's not going to change. He's not going to, you know, alter what, uh, what he's going to do. There, there is no shadow there because, uh, because he's moved away from where you might find him. He never changes. He never casts a shifting shadow. Praise God. And I'm thankful those good and perfect gifts continue to come from our Father above. And he blesses abundantly, and we can receive from him. Paul said, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. In the margin of my Bible, it said the priceless gift. Amen. Let, and let your imagination run wild. How, how would you describe, how would you put in place another word from unspeakable, inestimable? indescribable, incomparable, inexpressible. <laughs> we can go on all kinds of different words and gift beyond words. I'm thankful that's what he provides and he continues to bless. Praise God. Ephesians 4 goes on to say, he gave some and he describes uh, that fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. Thank God that he's provided for that. Amen. I think back to uh, my pastors, uh, Brother Smith, Brother Dillon, Brother Shiflet, Brother Barkus, Brother Votaw. I had five pastors in five years. And in Bible school, I had Brother Yaden. Praise God. Appreciate Brother Yaden. Started the church in Huna when he was so young. And I'm thankful for it. And then my pastor, Brother Blackshear. I'm thankful for the help of the Lord that a pastor provides. Amen. The Bible says it's for the perfecting of the saints. It's for the working of the ministry. It's for the edifying of the body of Christ. Praise God. I can't be perfect without a pastor. That's what it says, right? I need a pastor for perfecting. Amen. A pastor recently called me and asked if I would be his pastor. I was the first. And... Uh, uh, I, you know, you stop and think, well, yeah, it's an honor. I, I, I will try. I will, I will step into that role for you. And you stop and think, why did that pastor do that? He's, he's not a young man. And he's uh, accomplished a great deal. And, uh, and you, uh, I, I stop and think, why, why did he ask me to be his pastor? Because he needs authority in his life. He needs accountability. He needs a prayer covering, and he understands all of that and more is when you have a pastor. And I thank God for the hand of the Lord to minister those precious gifts that I can receive and respond to uh, in the Lord. He, he, he's going to present, present a present to himself a glorious church. And uh, his church is holy, it's without spot, it's without wrinkle, it's without blemish, and I'm thankful we can present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. It's eventually going to happen that the church is going to rise and be in his presence forever, praise God. But right now, I present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, praise God. I'm thankful that we can live for him. Here in America, not yet anyway, we're not required to die for him. There, there are your brothers and sisters that that is happening. It is taking place around the world. But here in America, we continue to give. And I'm thankful that the Lord has given us that opportunity to spread this word and, uh, and shine this light. Praise God. Because it's reasonable 
to give service like that because of the mercies that he gave. Amen. And oh, thank the Lord we can give him worship. We can give him praise. We can exalt him. I don't know about your traditions when you were younger. Uh, in our little village, uh, we had uh, something called a community tree. It was sponsored by uh, the uh, community groups called Alaska Native Brotherhood, Alaska Native Sisterhood. And uh, we'd all gather in the hall, and there's a great big tree, and, and uh, churches would give presentations, and uh, the school would give presentations, and the program would go on and on. The children would get more and more restless as we're waiting for Santa. Well, here's how Santa came. We were encouraged, and all the rowdy kids up in front, we were encouraged to sing Jingle Bells. And, um, and we were encouraged to sing it louder and louder because that was going to bring Santa Claus. And so we're screaming at the top of our lungs, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. And finally, here he came, ho, 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 down the aisle, bag on his back, and all the treats that his helpers were giving out. And those bags of treats had apples, they had oranges, you know, the special little oranges that peel real easy. And the hard candy, the hard candy got stuck together. Uh, the, uh, the, the nuts, the peanuts were easier to open than the other nuts that were in there. And uh, those real soft uh, marshmallow-like candies, um, they're not marshmallow, they're, anyway, they're soft. And all of that, oh my. No wonder we screamed our lungs out, because we wanted those gifts and treats. I'm going to give him praise. I'm going to give him worship. I'm going to lift my voice. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise and worship, exalting him and lifting him up. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'll, I'll give. I'll keep giving, because he gives back so abundantly. Hallelujah. Not going to stop there. Going to continue on and know the blessings of the Lord. Praise God. I'm thankful that we know his power and his blessing to be real. Now, there's a, uh, an odd um, phrase that is in this passage that we read, the descending and, and ascending. And uh, I'm sure that there are... Um, uh, ideas that are, are there in that parenthetical commentary uh, in Ephesians 4, 9, and 10. And uh, some scholars say it's referring to Psalm 68, 18, and uh, Numbers 18, 6, and, and so on. That's the explanation they give that, that, uh, uh, that the priesthood was given so that uh, the presence of God could be provided in the temple. And uh, it goes on and says uh, that the fivefold ministry is given so that the presence of God again could be uh, presented and, and, uh, and brought forth to men. And thank God. But I, I, I think about the ascending and descending. I think about Jacob's dream where he saw a ladder extending from earth to heaven and angels ascending and descending on it. No, it's just figurative, just his dream. I don't think angels need ladders. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Well, the, the Bible description says they have wings. I, I don't know if they need wings or not. It's probably just uh, our need to understand how they can, how they can move and so on. And uh, you read Daniel, you read Ezekiel, you need, read Revelation, and you wonder, what in the world? What, what are these creatures? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
but I'm going to keep believing that God is requiring them to descend and ascend in blessings for you and I. Praise God. The Lord told Jacob, I am with you. I will not leave you. Amen. And thank the Lord, Jacob encountered an angel later as he wrestled all night with that, uh, with that angel all by himself. He, he sent his family on one direction with, uh, with livestock. He sent part of his family another direction with livestock, and he was left alone with God. That's what it comes down to. Just you and the Lord. And thank God we can have that interaction with the Lord and be blessed by him and changed by him and moved into greater things by him. Praise God. He shows us his power to change our walk, not just to cause us wonder, but to make a difference in our lives. Praise God. And to bring changes to us that only he can make. And I'm thankful the Lord descended. He came to earth. His death on the cross was required. His body in the tomb for three days was necessary. But thank God he defeated death and the devil. And he brought deliverance to us. And he declares, I have the keys. I have the keys of death and hell. Nobody in charge but me. I'm the one that you can look to. I'm the one that can bring deliverance. Praise God. And he ascended. His ministry was miraculous. It was mighty. He promised the Spirit of God as he was ascending into that heaven. When he had spoken these things, Luke wrote in the book of Acts, while they beheld those disciples walking or watching for one more glimpse, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Praise God. But he had spoken these things. What for? So that we would have the promise. So that we would have the understanding. So that there would be more gifts that we would receive. And praise God, it happened just like he described. And I'm thankful the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost. When everyone in that upper room, 120, would receive it. And nobody was left out. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak in other tongues. Every one of them. Praise God. Thousands have received it. Millions have received it. Every one. I'm thankful I was one. Amen. I'm thankful you were one. Amen. That the Lord didn't leave us out. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And thank God we're included in the promise that God has provided. Amen. There was a question that was asked, what shall we do? Peter was very clear. When he quoted Acts 2.38, and let us know the gift of the Holy Ghost is what you're going to receive. Amen. And that gift is multiplied. It's to you and to your children and to all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So he's calling them. Amen. In Argentina, he's calling them in Angola. He's calling them in the Philippines. He's calling them in Japan. He's calling them in China. Praise God. He's calling them in the Ukraine. Amen. There's oneness churches in the Ukraine filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the power of the Lord that everyone can receive it. Praise God. He will descend again. Amen. The angels told them he's coming. In like manner, as you've seen him go, 
And I'm thankful the Bible promises the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Praise God. The voice of the archangel, the trump of God. And oh my, what a change. The dead in Christ rising first. We which are alive and remain caught up, caught up. Because the Spirit of God is going to keep us alive and remaining in Him and bringing us into His presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Ascending, descending, those are opposites, aren't they? God and sin, those are opposites. Wages and gift, those are opposites. And, um, and the, the, they're presented as opposites so we make no mistake. There's no blending. There's no gray area. There's no... Well, I didn't know. No. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God that we can receive that gift. The gift of eternal life. And thank the Lord. That's yours to receive. And it opens the door for even more gifts. He gave gifts unto men, the scripture says. Praise God. And I'm thankful that eternal life is what he's provided. Because you read the end of Revelation. There's a river of the waters of life. There's the tree of life on both sides of that river. Praise God. Whosoever will, the invitation is given. Let him come and partake of the water of life. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. What an incredible story. That baby in Bethlehem, that poor young couple, bewildered, wondering, amazed by, by the visit of the shepherds, and then wondering, how are we going to get back home? And then the detour to Egypt, all of the aspects there uh, that brought him about, and holding that, that little baby helpless, vulnerable, defenseless, and the, his, his life depended on, on them. Incredible. And yet he was the one that Mary would receive of his spirit, that Mary would be baptized in his name. Praise God. What an incredible truth. What a blessed hope. What an, what an amazing story, and I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to receive those gifts as well. Stand with me now, please. He still gives gifts. He still continues to provide. He still manifests his power and his presence. He still comes in the midnight hour. You know, the Bible says he'll wipe away tears. Revelation twice records that statement. Twice he's going to wipe away tears. But I'm thankful that that's not just something in the future. That's something he does for me now. Amen. Praise God. In times that I'm hurting, times that I'm questioning, times that I'm wondering how is this going to work out, What's going to happen? Right. And the tears flow. And I'm thankful he's there. Yes. They say, I'm with you. I'm here. My word is true. It's not going to fail. 
my presence is not going to forsake you. Praise God. Those tears can be dried. Those hands can be raised again. Praise, worship, exaltation. Hallelujah. Because he's worthy. Praise God. Please come and let's stand in his presence here for a few minutes now.